Hey everybody, welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John, thanks for joining us today. It's our Thursday show, our first Thursday show of the new year. Uh, so we're at the point now, it's January 7th. Stop saying Happy New Year. If, if you missed it, you missed it. All right, it's, it, it, we're in the mix. All right, Larry, David. Uh, anyway, <laughs> just stop it. Just stop it. Hey, you missed uh, the window. But no, missed the window. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Uh, but yeah, thanks, thanks for everyone uh, stopping by here in the base. Uh, the base is always open. Tell your friends, subscribe, all that stuff. We appreciate it. Um, James and Lacey with me as always. Lacey, uh, Mando Fan Show coming back tomorrow for the final deal. Uh, and our buddy Clayton's coming back. So are you uh, fired up about that? Happy New Year, everyone. So good to be here. I'm such a I'm such a rebel that I'm just gonna. <laughs> I knew as soon as you said that, I was like, I'm definitely gonna uh, say that uh, now. Uh, yeah, I love Clayton. He's the best. I'm excited for him to come back. <clears throat> uh, I was featured in a blog last year, and they were like, "Who are people you should follow?" And I was like, Clayton. <laughs> and he no, but the funny thing is, he actually read it and was like, "Thanks for mentioning me." Wow. How yeah. about that? He was like one of two people I cared. <laughs> and I mentioned him. Yep. You Look at my sweet shirt. Uh, What is... Oh, Babu Frick? Mm. I have the Babu Frick droid repair. Nice. Hey, hey. Why doesn't it say Babu? <laughs> it says Frick because he's... I don't know. I guess Babu, they didn't want that on the shirt. Hmm. Maybe they did have Babu and then Celebration was like, I don't know. Like Let's the me- do Frick That's a mechanic stuff. shirt and usually it's like... Bob. His first like, name, right? Like yeah, Lenny. Yeah. I only know that because the office, they have Lenny and then they have yeah. Daryl. Right. I, I got an email yeah, from a- Peacock and they were like, it's it's finally here, guys. The office. Like, Did they really? <laughs> yeah. Those, those scumbags. The wait they is ruined up, my I life. what it said. And I was like, <laughs> nobody was waiting. Everybody was counting down until it was gone. <laughs> there <Well>. is... <laughs> I'm in my garage digging through to find my old office DVDs now. Like, where are Yeah, I guarantee sales have gone up on DVDs because I even have them in my car on Amazon. You know when you like put stuff in your car and you're like, I'll get it later. Yeah. Like it's in my cart sitting there yeah. because I was one of those people that was like, no, I refuse to let them take this away. And then midnight hit on the East Coast and I still had it. And I was like, I have three more hours. And I just watched The Dinner Party and Murder and uh what was the other one it's the safety training one where they have the watermelons and they throw it off the roof so you, you know the like the like we did it too the lineup thing if you start return of the jedi the death star will explode at midnight and yeah. all that and yeah um, that thing that people have been doing for like five years yeah yeah so we did one of those uh <laughs> shamelessly uh whoever runs our twitter account i don't know but it's um, you you're that person but it'd be fun like it would have been funny if people like planned it so that right when the office gets kicked off is right when like michael's plane takes off and goodbye michael actually it's funny you say that there is an office reddit and on the reddit the top post was if you start this episode at this time the office will shut off right when michael goes no 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 about toby and then it shuts off right at that point that's tricky because that's at the very beginning of an episode that's like the cold open of an episode so that, that'd be tough to do, mm-hmm. but there you go. Goodbye, uh, but this is a this is actually a Star Wars podcast, not an Office <laughs> podcast. But I'm like falling right. asleep, like because I haven't We're watched so gr- Office in years. It's my favorite show. Yeah. Well, James, if you want to wake up, you can head to WeirdBrothers.com mm-hmm. and uh, look up the Resistance. Hey, brew look at and that! Segue. Pick up a bag of the Resistance <laughs> brew, which will ship to you from a small business out of Virginia. So, Paul and the gang, uh, uh, thanks for. Uh, for doing that with us and uh yeah enjoy it it's good coffee so mm-hmm. you're helping us out you're helping out a small business all good stuff but it's time to get into the show uh and james the name of the game is will of the force right yeah absolutely i fear nothing for all this as the force wills it all right guys before we get into will of the force i just want to take a second and talk about how you can support the Resistance Broadcast uh, by heading over to patreon.com slash the Resistance Broadcast. Uh, you can join at the $5. Slash Resistance Broadcast. No, the. Just oh, yeah. Patreon.com slash Resistance Broadcast. <laughs> 
Uh, if you join at the $5 major level, uh, you can submit topics for this segment that we're getting ready to get into, which is just one of the many, many, many perks that come with uh, all that extra stuff that's in, in our Patreon and uh, beyond the base, right? Um, so, uh, but before we get into the actual segment here, Will of the Force, I do want to give a thanks and a shout out to all of our generals, our Patreon generals. Those are Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Micah Harrison, Michael Gaines, Jetta Rosewater, Bethany, Russ Harbison, Kendall Gelner, Paul Elson, Jake Houchins, uh, Jeff Connery, and Val Trenchkoff. Thank you guys so much for being generals and being part of the resistance. Um, let's head into uh, our first Will the Force question, uh, which actually is a Patreon submission. And this one comes from Commander's Grogu Re- <laughs> Commander Grogu's Wrinkly Head. Um, <laughs> they wanted to know, will we see a new Rancor in Boba's palace in the book of Boba Fett? And if so, who would you like to see fall into the pit? Uh, Lacey, I'm starting with you on this one. What do you think? I don't know if we'll see a Rancor down there specifically, but I think that they're going to use the pit for something else. I just don't know what that animal would be. As for person that I'd like to see fall into that pit, um, John Howie. What the hell? <laughs> oh, no, man. I don't know. That means she know. wants you to get cast in the book of Boba Fett. Right. right, right, and then yeah. fight your way out, <laughs> yeah, and then be the hero and save the day. Mm. All right, to be Fine. fair, way to spin that, or to wear a really cute dancer outfit and then fall into the pit. One of two. All right, you can do that. I have a dancer's body. <laughs> John, what do you think on this question? I think it'd be funny if it was uh, oh if Boba put a sarlacc down there and he fell into it. He, he fell into himself. <laughs> he hits the wrong button and he just goes down. He's like, oh, no, not again. Not oh. again. <laughs> uh, and they call the episode Boba Fate. And that's the end of Boba Fate. It's the first episode. It's the cold open. Yeah, they're just I'm like, trolled you guys. The book of Boba Fett is a mini book. It's like a yeah. flip book. And I'm it, still he- laughing at the fact that you said you had a dancer's body. <laughs> you know? so that's like, like Patrick Swayze. Oh jeez, James, uh, you're up. Yeah, am I up? So is my, that it? That's my... All right. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I do. No, I do think it will be something different. He'll have something down there, like Lacey said, to be serious about it. But as far as who I want down there, I don't know. I'd have to see who, what cast the characters they throw in the mix. Another Gamorrean uh, pig guard would be funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think about him doing something different. I kind of just thought. I was like, oh, will we see a new Rancor? Yeah, probably. They'd probably give him an upper, another opportunity to revisit, you know, that type of, um, you know, whatever CG magic or whatever they want to do, uh, puppetry, miniatures, something something along those lines, a stop motion, uh, and, and just do it in this century. Um, do it a lot different, do it a That'd lot be better. Cool. Yeah, and just, like, bring the Rancor back. It's, like, fans <laughs> of the original stuff. Um, and then I was thinking, who do I want to fall into it? I was like, I don't know. We don't really know anybody who's going to be in the show. So it's not like right. a particular character or anything other than Fennec Shand. And I was like, maybe by the end of the series, she tries to oh, take he over turns on her. and he like, you know, he pushes her, tricks her, she falls into the pit and then we get to see her get eaten or something. That could be pretty crazy because not like she has any force powers or anything. So you have to imagine you fall in the pit, you're done. <laughs> right. So. Um, and then but Boba Fett's line is like, I don't like Shand. It's rough. It's coarse. <laughs> oh. It gets everywhere. That, that's it. The pit would open right there and you'd go, <laughs> that would be it. That would be it. <laughs> if I had a, a button, that would. <clears throat> Anakin's force coach shows up. He's like, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question is, will Lucasfilm announce the return of Alden Ehrenreich and Yonas Sotomo as Han Solo and Chewie this year, 2021. John, I'm going to you first on this one. What do you think? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I think we're going to have to keep pushing. Uh, but I do think the window is tight. Uh, if it doesn't 
get announced uh, by twenty the end of twenty twenty two. In my opinion, I think that might close the book on it. But uh, I'm high book of Boba or the book of Solo. <laughs> uh, I do. I, I obviously I hope they announce it yesterday. You know, but I don't like with this thing in this, uh, in particular. I don't like to get my expectations up or my hopes up. So I keep you know I keep as much as I wanted. I try, try to temper myself on it. Uh, so I don't know. That, I don't think my guts tell me we're not going to hear that they're coming back this year. Um, but I hope I'm. I hope I'm wrong in that. Mm. What do you think, Lacey? I think they will. God. I think this is happening, and I think that jokes on us because we keep being like, "Will they? Won't they?" And the whole time they have been planning that they will. I also think that this question gets asked at least six times a year since yeah. 2018. I wanted to do it to kick off 2021. So if it does or it. doesn't, we come My back My answer to this. has not changed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, this one's tough for me. Um, I'm going to, I'm just stay positive and say that they are going to do it. You know, we did get that uh, Jabba the Hutt Palace thing uh, coming back. Um, the other thing is, is that I think um, a lot has changed since they announced all those television shows. Um, for the longest time, I was starting to get a little bit, even as big of a fan as mm-hmm. I am, I was starting to get a little like, like Kathleen, like you're a producer, <laughs> produce, produce, produce it, like you're not doing anything. And then they finally come out and they're like, all right, well, we've been working behind the scenes a lot. We're keeping it to this announcement. We're doing a ton of stuff. Um, and it just starts to make me wonder if, um, you know, like Marvel made that huge announcement and they still keep doing new stuff too. It's not like 10 shows and they're like, that's it for the next like eight years. That's all you're getting. I imagine that they're going to continue to announce new stuff. Um, and you know, the window for Alden, you said it was getting tighter, but I mean, the window for Obi-Wan too was like kind of in a loose area too and they're 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 still gonna play it you know like he's younger than he should be so i feel how many years has that been in production that's what i'm saying yeah i feel like there's there's something too even if like he's in fact older than harrison ford was when he shot the thing they're still gonna do it and it's gonna be all and you're just gonna believe it because it's it's on screen what you're looking at is closer to that solo than it than is this solo. So the age doesn't matter. You're just going to be like, oh, that's three years later <laughs> or whatever. And he James, does look you know young. What this me- he looks young for he his does. age. He does. Yeah. He does. He has like a baby face kind of. Like me. James, you know what this means though, right? That you and I said yes. We are oh. once again the creators of yeah. Make Solo. <laughs> you, guys are the, you guys are the best. You guys are the best. The best. Um, <laughs> I have once again revoked that title. it's like the dark saber like the ruler of mandalore yeah um we have another uh patreon uh question from one of our resistance officers this one comes from commander michael moore and michael wanted to know uh will the book of boba fett speaking of uh include any of the following bounty hunters bosk dengar ig88 cad bane uh and Ketso onyo um, so uh, of all those two, you could probably add those to which one would you like to see fall in the pit? I'm adding that. That's not part of his question, mm-hmm. but it starts to you know raise another question of if you see any of these, would you like to see any of them killed off specifically? Um, Lacey, I'm bouncing back at you on this one. What do you think? I think we're going to at least get Bosk and Cad Bane. Um, I would like to see Bosk fall in the pit if we're going back to the pit question. Mm-hmm. He'd just be like, his toes, oh. his toenails wrap around the gate. He grips the grate. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's my short answer. Sorry, I don't have anything other than to say because, like, these are all characters, somewhat that you know of them. Some of them are background, some of them are. But I, I, other than that, like, yeah, sure, I'd like to them to show up, but you never know in what way they'll show up because. We would never have been able to guess without the leaks that happened over the summer who would have shown up in season two of The Mandalorian. So I'm just going to throw out probably Cad Bane and Bosk. Interesting. All right, John, what do you think? Well, I know Cad Bane's the most popular. A lot of people have been wanting to mm-hmm. see Cad Bane mm-hmm. show up mm-hmm. in live action. So I'm going to steer away from that. I do. How think, dare you? I do think Bosk will, though, in a, but in a big way. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I think they tried out 
2019 version of a Trandoshans in live action mm-hmm. for a reason in the Mandalorian to see what they could do with the, the species. And it went well. Uh, I think that's a, a trial run for a Bosque type of thing. And they were originally going to have Bosque be a big, bigger part of Solo. So I think yep. they do those things where they pull an idea back, but say, we're going to hang on to it. We're not throwing it away. It's uh, it's not something we're going to cast uh, away for good and we're going to re- repurpose it somewhere else. And I think that's what this is going to be. So I think we're going to see Bosque without a doubt. The Dengar thing is interesting because they brought him in. Wasn't he the one in the Rise of Skywalker? Yes, that but was, looked all like burnt up or whatever, like a yeah. robot or whatever. Yeah, so I, I, I'm <laughs> Look going how with they Bosk. massacred my boy. I saw that online. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Bosk and also, but in a significant way, I think Bosk is going to be uh, going to be playing a solid role. Yeah, um, I'm a hundred percent with that. I think that's a completely dead on Bosk. Um, my big question is Dengar. I'm not sure about him. I think like. The, the you know you have you had an actor and then you'd have to recast and they've since like changed things about I don't know there's some weird stuff that's going on with him so I'm kind of unsure um, Cad Bane and Ketsu I'm I'm gonna go with big nose on those and the reason that is is because I think that um, those are Clone Wars characters and a lot of time has passed like 28 years or something since you know you saw them like in their prime not to say they're not still doing it but um when boba was running with them he was a kid you know what i mean and even boba mm-hmm. fett's like kind of old now so mm-hmm. i i just you got to assume that um those characters if they did bring them in people would would even more so be like who are these people and why they're not they they don't feel the same as they did in Clone Wars so why do it um but the other one to me is the IG88 I think IG88 probably has a pretty good chance too because just like you were saying about Trandoshans they also just had IG11 it's another way to kind of continue that like it's not IG That's a good point. It's not IG11. You liked him but it's, it is it will bring it kind of back it's not him um but it's actually the real one. This is the right. real guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. not Boba Fett, but then they brought in Boba Fett. You know, it's not it's not Bosk. Yeah. Now it is Bosk, and I think they're probably going to do that with uh, IG eighty eight as well. And we're going to finally see him because uh, they know how to do him and they know how to play uh, a robot character like that. Obviously. Um, sorry, we got one last question here. Uh, will we see maskless Darth Vader in the Kenobi series? John, this is starting with you. Maskless Darth Vader, Hayden in his prime. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I feel like I've been racking my brain about this because it's like what Kathleen Kennedy said. And I put this question here to kind of, you know, rev up the engines as we dive into the discussion a bit deeper. So I'm just going to say simply yes. And I'll expand on that in the discussion. (laughs) I've noticed that the last question, these always lead into the discussion. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's lovely. Hmm. Is it my turn? Yes. I would agree. I say yes. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think so, too. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, there we have it. Yeah, sorry. Um, behind the scenes, there's a little technical error there, so I'm not entirely positive what we're doing right now. I assume it's my turn. I agree. Yes, we're going to see a massless Darth Vader. Um, and we can head into uh, the discussion where we can get more into it. All right. This week's discussion, what to expect from Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. All right, guys. Kathleen Kennedy revealed that Hayden Christensen is returning to play Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So how much Vader are we getting in this limited series? Uh, and what should we expect from the character in what is being officially hyped as the rematch of the century by the Lucasfilm president? So let's kick off 2021, which we hope is a golden year, by having fun speculating on the golden goose of Star Wars, Darth Vader, <laughs> in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, so yeah, I pitched the Will the Force just to, I guess, see where we're at heading into this. And we all seem to be on the same page as far as, you know, will we see his face and, and what have you. Um it's interesting because, you know, I didn't want this um, because of the continuity and I wrote my whole editorial on it, um, uh, which you can find at starwarsnewsnet.com basically saying, 
what A New Hope tells us we will and won't see in the Kenobi series. Um, that's where a lot of my points come from here. But in terms of Vader, I I'm still going to enjoy it. I know they're going to treat it well and do it right and make it fit. And I'm cool with that. So it's one of those things where you can not want something and then get it and like it. It's, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, how, it's how I operate. I'm, I'm always steering towards um, what I can like out of something as opposed to what I can not like. And if uh, you guys remember during the live like watching of the announcements between the three of us, mm -hmm. when they announced mm -hmm. that Hayden would be back, John went, no! I, I did. I did. I was also, I was also <laughs> against him showing up as a uh, visualized force ghost in episode nine for these similar types sure, of reasons. Sure, sure. So, but um, no, I'm excited for him though. Uh, in terms of what, how much Vader we're getting, I think not a lot. Um, I, I don't think they want to overload this series, which is um, going to be, I believe, six episodes and that's it. Um, with so much Vader that you pull away from its main purpose, which is Obi-Wan. Um, so I think if they just made it all Vader and Kenobi, people would be like, oh, okay, well, we didn't really need that then. So I think they're going to do mm -hmm. other things with Kenobi. And uh, that's why I think Vader is going to be limited. But because they're bringing Hayden back as Darth Vader, there's no reason to bring him back because Darth Vader's voice is James Earl Jones. The person in the suit is supposed to be some six foot five bodybuilder. Uh, they did put him in the suit in Revenge of the Sith for symbolic reasons because he pushed for it. And, and George mm -hmm. was like, okay, we'll do it. But of course, he was Anakin in that movie. Um, and you know, we did see his cracked face in Rebels. So it does exist where they blend the voices. I think the only way you're bringing Hayden back as Darth Vader is if he's going to wear some kind of apparatus and you're going to see his bald head and his face. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, or flashbacks. It doesn't make, or, yeah. uh, and they could do flashbacks, but if she said she said as Darth Vader, which that sure. that spins my brain because if mm -hmm. she said he's coming back, everyone would be like, oh, flashbacks of flashbacks, yeah, yeah. Anakin, uh, or dream sequence about Anakin, blah blah blah. He's coming back as Darth Vader. So I, I that don't would be know. an easy way, a dream sequence. Because then it's not a flashback. You don't have to look exactly right. like the person. It's and, just a perception. And you had you like had Ewan McGregor saying, uh, it's gonna be fun swinging swords at each other again. So I think mm -hmm. they are legitimately going to be fighting. Um, whether that's in a vision or actually happening, I think it's gonna be actually happening. Uh and for it to be Hayden as Darth Vader, you gotta be assuming he's taking the mask off. So I think we're not getting a lot of Vader. We're gonna get a different look at Vader. Um, but I think it's gonna be maybe in one episode and maybe like not the final episode, maybe the second to last episode, and they may build it up slowly to that point. I don't know where you guys are at with that. So whoever wants to jump in first uh, on this. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be something where they did it in Rogue One where you see the back of his head and the helmet going on. You're going to see that. I think that's an easy way to show you that the person is there. Mm -hmm. um, my question is if they're going to do the cracked helmet thing that I feel like now they've done it in Star Wars so much that like from not just Anakin, but also with Phasma that you're like, okay, so are you going to do that again? Or is he going to take the helmet off and fight him with the helmet off? Yeah. It's... Like, w what is this going to be like? Because yes. at this point, he <laughs> at this point, he isn't the old man, right? He's not that guy yet. So I, I don't know. He it's wasn't an tricky. old man then. He was 40. 45. Yeah. yeah, for, yeah so, I know. Yeah. But the guy we see I at understand. the end of Return of the Jedi is much older yeah. and does not look anything. It was literally like an old man. Christensen. It was Sebastian Shaw. Yeah. 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 So it's hard to like f distinguish so, like what that look uh, is going to be from Hayden, who's very attractive, whether he's scarred or not. Are to you this older guy? Are you guys? I'll I'll, I'll put this bit out there. Are you guys as does does what Kathleen Kennedy say confuse you as much as it confused me in terms of like being able to speculate? That's why I wanted to have this discussion because maybe you guys yes flushed it out better than me. Oh, you are. So I definitely did not. I I have no idea what they're gonna do. The the my first kind of like you said the first jump to conclusion type thing, which you know the mat jump to conclusion. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that I thought of was like a flashback or a dream sequence where he doesn't have to be done up in the makeup. But now that you're like replaying that in my mind of, oh, no, they're going to get a rematch type thing, which I know, John, you were against because you were like that whole line hmm. in A New Hope is now kind of somewhat thrown out the window ish. Um, it's changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not changed. thrown out the window. So, changed. Yeah. Yeah. Changed. Sorry, I misspoke. But the 
it's just difficult for me to picture what they're going to do unless he removes the helmet. Because like you said, they're not they're probably going to have a stunt guy in the suit, right? They're not going to have Hayden do it the whole time. Right. I mean, he may do fighting, but yeah, James, get it, hop in here. Where were you at? with Because did, did Kathleen Kennedy's line throw you for a loop too? That he's playing Darth Vader? No. In fact, it didn't really... It, it didn't really stand out to me at all. Um, I just assume oh, wow. you'd say Obi-Wan and it's set in this time period and we're bringing back Hayden Christensen. I know there are all sorts of things that you can do, but my initial thoughts on that is, oh, he's he's he will be Darth Vader. We're talking Darth Vader version of Anakin or whatever, you know, of Hayden Christensen's character. Sure. That's just the first thing right there. And then she goes down later and she says, it'll be a rematch. And I go, oh, okay. So within the story, they met up again and they did fight, right? right. Um, since then, I do start thinking about what else you could do that maybe isn't so obvious. Now they could still do these things and do what I just said. So it's all over the board. But if they were to say, no, never in canon again, did they actually meet? You're right. They could do flashbacks. And I think that's cool. That plays into the whole like Clone Wars thing. I kind of have a feeling that when this story was written, though, they weren't like, and then it's going to be like a Clone Wars fan dream. You know, (laughs) like they're going to love it because we have a bunch of like Clone Wars stuff. I feel like it was always focused on this era of Kenobi. So maybe the flashbacks are out. But what I do think is possible with um, with Hayden is you maybe have, and maybe people won't like this, but not a dream, but you might have Obi-Wan fight Darth Vader in a vision um, that is kind oh. of similar to like Luke fighting Darth Vader on Dagobah. Where you, where he encounters him, he fights him, he maybe even takes off the mask and it's totally perfect as he remembers him, Anakin. And that's even worse because he's like, what have you become? And they have those exchanges, they have those fights, but then every other time you see him in the show, he has his helmet on because in real life, he doesn't do that. He doesn't take his home. Would you guys off. want that though? Like the kind of the cop out fake dream sequence? I think that'd be I, it, they'd, a lot of people would be pissed off if they did that. I, I agree, but to me, I don't care because that is that's just as much Star Wars as anything else. Luke fought Vader mm. for you know in a in a dream sequence, if you will, and it's a very impactful sure. moment. In fact, the same kind of scenario happens where it's like, like take that away like you could read in the script of Empire Strike Back that he fights Vader and then he cuts his head off and it explodes and it's Luke and it's just yeah. weird like you know sure. but I think that if you if you did this scene right and I mean I'm not maybe I'm not picturing it how exactly how they're planning on doing it because I'm not doing the show and I'm not good at that stuff but I feel like there could be something special to him encountering Vader and being like no you know, you are not who I trained. You're not my Padawan. And he goes, oh, yeah, I want to bet. And he takes it off. And he's like, it's me. And it's just like worse. Like he, now we see him in the suit and it's just it's bad news. Like for Obi-Wan, that could really get into that psyche that I think fans of this series want to see. They want to see the tormented Obi-Wan. Um, and I don't I don't think like if he actually were to encounter Vader, I don't know that they would have this type of an exchange back and forth because Vader's very stoic. I feel it's like... It's very Kylo Ren Han to me. Mm. Like in The Last Jedi. Oh, that's like true. that remorseful, this is just a memory, it's not real, but I'm figuring oh, out my feeling. Right. I did yeah, not. Did I, I didn't say? take it that Last way. Jedi. Yeah, I took it as Force Awakens. Sorry, Rise of Skywalker. I took it as Force Rise Awakens. Like him, he's there, and he's like, "You're not my son." You oh know, no, no, no! I'm off. talking like memory. No, memory. but you're I right. I always do that. I don't know why I do that. I always say Last Jedi when I say the Rise of Skywalker. But anyway, so when because it's the last Kylo one. Ren is, yeah, I guess so. It's the last Skywalker. The- when kylo is meeting with han at the end it's just a memory it's not really him it's not really there it's it's just him kind of working through his feelings and getting the forgiveness he needs from his own guilt and emotions and john the reason i'm thinking of that is because i know you really really loved that scene you still do it's not a past tense but 
you really connected with that scene. You really loved it. You said it was one of your favorite one, favorite ones in the movies. I actually didn't like that scene mm-hmm. at all. I, I And I said that in our review because I felt like kind of what we're talking about here, it kind of felt like a cop-out to mm. me because it wasn't really him dealing with it. It was him thinking about it through his head. You know what sure. I mean? Instead of like him seeing Leia in front of him and dealing with it. So let me ask you then, maybe you're the perfect candidate for this, is how do you feel mm. if they did that same thing, but instead of it just being like a memory and kind of put it off, they're saying, no, it, it, it's a thing. It's really a force vision. This is something that is kind of cemented in Star Wars culture. It's not like just you thinking through a problem and them doing artistically visualizing it. It's more actually like a hallucination that is actually happening to this person. It's, I don't even know if hallucination is the I right word. I don't know about because... the Han thing because it seemed to me that he was just kind of talking to himself. Like, it's not actually Han. It's not actually the Force talking to him. I think it was him no, talking to himself, right? That, I, that's tricky I agree. because you're, it's like you're, a, he's a part of him. So Han does live in him in a way. So he's right, reconciling it father, with himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, the thing about the Vader thing, and I put this in my uh, editorial about it, is he says a lot of things in A New Hope that people gloss over as not big lines. Um, like, you know, we, we, we do focus on the one, a presence, uh, I haven't felt since, and they could just yeah. say, so that's the big one. Yeah. They could say, well, well, instead of it being 19 years, it's now, uh, you know, 10 years. Sure. All right, fine. Sure. Um, and, but he says stuff to Tarkin, like, uh, I've, I felt a tremor in the force. Um, uh, and I haven't felt that since I was in the presence of my old master. So, uh, that could be like to us that is when they fought each other on mustafar mm-hmm. now that could be something else so if they do encounter each other something very big can happen in the force um because the tremor he's talking about now uh has to do with um what obi-wan felt which was all the people from alderaan dying and he he felt that disturbance in the force um so and he, and when he sees him in a new hope in the corridor he says and he starts fighting him he says your powers are weak old man now, if they do encounter each other, that line doesn't make sense unless something happens when they do fight in the Kenobi series, assuming they are actually going to tangibly fight, that sucks the f- life force out of Obi-Wan Kenobi, like drains him to the point where he starts aging but, more and, and that sort of thing. So that could be an angle that they play here. But what about the angle from, now I'm going to get this correct, The Last Jedi, where Luke closes himself off from the force? Could they use that as an excuse to why he hasn't felt Obi-Wan in such a long time and he hasn't felt that presence because Obi-Wan is like legit closed himself off just like Luke did in The Last Jedi? The re- I don't think Obi-Wan will do that because I think Obi-Wan has always been... He, he didn't... Nothing happened to the point where... Well, one, I think it'd be a little bit of a rehash of the Luke thing and I don't know if they want to go that angle with Kenobi. Mm-hmm. But also... I feel like what happens to Kenobi is worse than what happens to no, Luke. No, I know, but I don't think they want to do it because it 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 would what? feel similar to the, the Luke story. And I think he's still kind of oh. on standby with Obi-Wan, like go to Tatooine and wait until the time is right and watch over for this kid. Someone who's waiting and trying to communicate with Yoda still is not shutting off from that. Yeah, I feel hot. like he could at the end, though, maybe. I feel like he's been communicating with, with Qui-Gon, communing with Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon and he's been yeah. talking to Yoda as well. The 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 other thing, too, there is that, um, and this, and I don't want to get into the whole Luke thing because we always talk about Luke. <laughs> we always go back to this. But, um, but I do think that Obi-Wan was a Jedi uh, for as long as he can remember. Like, he was, he came up in the Jedi thing, and Luke was like, Oh man, a Jedi? Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, and that's the right. thing we got to you're see. Right. And then he like starts looking, he's reading through the books and learning more about it. And he's like, this stuff's kind of messed up. I don't know what I got involved in. And so I think yeah. that that kind of explains him off and why he would kind of maybe back away from the whole thing. I don't um, mean to always bring it back to that, but it's just Luke and Obi-Wan are both in similar periods in their lives where they're yeah. both going off on their own and being by themselves and whatever. Yeah, yeah they no, put themselves sure. in isolation um, to some degree. Sure. I have to go, James, I, I have to go, as I'm speculating about this, with the belief that they're really going to encounter each other and really are going to fight each other for a couple of reasons. Sure. One, Kathleen Kennedy used that 
as a main point of the web the webcast thing where she said the rematch of the century and they're gonna fight yeah. and Hayden's coming back as Obi Wan uh, as as Darth Vader and you McGregor saying thing, yeah. you McGregor saying like, we're gonna I can't wait to clash swords again I'm so excited about it and if they did all that hype and all that stuff and then said oh it was this vision here uh, in this cave and that's it people will be so angry about that so I think they're definitely tangibly meeting and fighting. Uh, and that's that's how I have to look at this in terms of how it's yeah. speculating. So now in my head, I'm looking at how does that, how much will he be there, and how does that change how we view uh, yes. the new uh, a new hope stuff. So also, okay, so we we this discussion is how are they going to use Darth Vader, right? But we did kind yes. of start this discussion as how are they going to use Hayden Christensen, and sure. I I think they still could do. The flashbacks they still could do the you know empire strikes back you see the back of his head but this time they show the front you know they could do that i do think they could do the force vision thing where he's young again and he pulls the helmet off and it's darth vader but it's anakin and it's there that still doesn't stop them from doing a real tangible fight with darth vader the helmet never comes off you never yeah, see right. Hayden Christensen. I, I agree. Right. So agree. all all that stuff is Hayden Christensen's definitely in the series. He's there. You know, it's like um, it's like Pedro Pascal. He's he's back. He's in the the thing. Some of the fights, maybe even like the biggest fight of you know the end of the season or whatever, it was somebody else. But it doesn't really matter because <laughs> yeah, the, the the Mandalorian of the character Darth Vader, you know, in this case is him. It, yeah, yeah. It, we know that it is him because we saw him earlier in a flashback or a, a vision, and we know who the character is. We know who's behind that mask. They just established in it in us um, that the Darth Vader, the guy who's in that suit, is the Hayden Christensen version. That's sure. all they need sure. to do. And then when we see him with the helmet on, you your imagination just goes, I know who's behind that helmet. And and, and it doesn't even really have to be him. And you can have this thing I think where you don't have him. to have his helmet like broken up. You do think though that in the actual physical tangibilization fight, they will remove his helmet and he will be how is he gonna breathe? What are you thinking? I, I No no no. I think Hayden's gonna be in the suit fighting. Oh no, um, oh no 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 okay okay yeah. behind the scenes but it will be me, Hayden in me, the suit yes you don't now, think that you. the final fight will have Darth Vader with the helmet off no 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 okay it, it, but he'll have the helmet <laughs> on but it will be Hayden doing it gotcha. uh, for yeah. most of it sure um now let me like, just like they did with Revenge of the Sith and they'll probably document it and make parallels on how they were training together and all that stuff it's gonna be a big package deal I'm sure but um. Both of you, let me let me ask you then. Assuming this is set still at a six episode thing, how much Vader do you think we're getting? How much Vader do you want to get? And do you think it will be a situation where it's only one episode and it's heavy on this encounter? Or do you think they're going to pepper him in? So, uh, Lacey, I'll start with you with that. I think Vader is going to be in it for key moments, but not throughout the whole thing. Okay. I think he's going to be the big end scene. I think he's going to be maybe a couple episodes, like quick glimpses, whether it be a nightmare or he sees him or a cutaway scene where he's talking to someone, as in Anakin is Vader, not him talking to Anakin, um, like they did in Rogue One where they kind of cut away to him. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be a big part of this because the focus still needs to be on Kenobi. And whatever he's going through. So I think it's kind of, it's going to kind of be like Moff Gideon in season one, where you see glimpses of him here and there, and then they have the big showdown at the end. I think the big showdown, the only way to have that climactic moment is for it to be Vader. Like, who else is going to have that moment with Kenobi? And you have to have that based on what happened in the prequels. You know, they have to have their rematch type thing. Yeah. Um, That's what I think. Interesting. And and very, very uneventful end of that. Do you want <laughs> do you, like if you had to pick, if Lacey had to pick how much Vader she's getting in in Kenobi, like zero to ten, do you want a lot of Vader in this thing? Uh like I know you're saying it has to focus on Kenobi, so I understand your point there. And I agree with you. But if you had to I'd just... say thirty to forty percent. Okay. That's, That's a lot. 
That, that is a lot. That's that's say two two episodes or so. Uh, him being involved. So that's interesting. Oh right, six episodes. Yeah. Uh, I I I adjust to fifteen percent. <laughs> I like I like your point of them um building it up by having him show up in non real things to uh hype the final encounter, whether it's a mm-hmm. nightmare or a vision or something in the first few episodes, then in episode five or six, there it is, comes around the or corner like, or something. Right, or it's something where early on in the season, <clears throat> Kenobi has to go somewhere and he's there, but they're not in the same area. Like he just misses him yes, or, he just yes, sees, or yes. sees him from afar yeah. and then sees him yeah. in person. I so they have that. these moments where you're like, is this it? I always go back to this, but hot tub time machine where he's like, is this where he lost his arm? Yeah. Like, that's the moment right, where you're right. like, is this it? <laughs> and then they finally meet up. At Vader's the like, I already lost my arm. All right. Enough. <laughs> uh, James. So uh, how much Vader do you want? How much Vader are we getting? And do you think it'll be relegated to one episode? No, I think it was spread throughout. Um, I don't know, guys. Um, I think, Lacey, you're probably right on that, like, 15%. Like, it's, like, maybe in two or three episodes, he'll just have, like, a little piece, you know? Like, like 25% of the episodes that he's in, and it'll be, like, three episodes, four episodes, maybe. Um, I don't know. Um, the other thing, the, the Kenobi series was kind of... What we heard about it was that it was very Mandalorian-esque, first like it was he rescues this kid and then he was like kind of helping the kid through the thing or something wasn't it wasn't Mm -hmm. that all and then they kind of went that route with mandalorian so they had to go back and kind of change up kenobi Um, i don't know if it was kenobi or cassian but yeah i think you're right but and it was a movie originally which was about two and a half hours i i have always kind of thought this this whole time period of kenobi is weird and that there isn't a whole lot there. So I think they're going to have another story that is more in front and taking focus through this whole thing. And throughout it, he's going to have to, he's going to be thinking about um, the parallels. So perhaps maybe we see another kid and he sees Anakin and that kid and it's like freaking him out a little bit, you know, kind of thing. But I think mm-hmm. the main focus of the the story is not going to be a, 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 revolved around Darth Vader. It's not like he's going to be like Episode One. They're going to be like, "We need you to go infiltrate the, the the Death Star or something," and it's all about him trying to get back to Darth Vader. I don't think that's what the show is going to be about. I think it's going to be about something else entirely. Yeah, and it's just gonna we're just going to see those little bits where he has to. Um, work through the process and then probably inevitably end up turning the wrong corner and standing in front of him and being like, all right, I guess we got to do this. Yeah. It kind of makes me think about, and I'm saying this because I just watched the first episode of the third season, which is Cobra Kai, which is very like him versus him. And then the way they weave it throughout the seasons is like they're not constantly at each other, but there's moments throughout the season that they meet up no and spoilers. they meet each other. Okay, I'm not saying what happens, uh, but it's just kind of well done. And I hope that Kenobi kind of replicates this idea of touching on the nostalgia, touching on these other moments, but not making that the whole story, like James said, like not making it all about that. It's just kind of touches here and there that lead up to a big kind of emotional moment. Yeah. And, and you know, they're, he's leaving Tatooine. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious to me. If he stayed mm-hmm. there and all these things start happening, yeah. Vader goes back to Tatooine. Like, first of all, he's not doing that for the for the joke. First part. of all, why would you go back to that planet if that's the planet? I'm just going to throw that out there. Like, if that's your home planet, why would you go like, yeah, I'm going to send that kid to the home planet? <laughs> So, uh, well, here's here's something interesting, and this will tie into what we talked yeah. about on Monday, um, is that Darth Vader did go to Tatooine. Darth Vader did confront Jabba the Hutt when he was still alive. Right. Um, right. He went down there and talked to him uh, in, very, in a very Luke Skywalker kind of way. And we just talked about how the Book of Boba has this set that they right. just built. And I, I mentioned that they're probably looking at it to utilize it for other shows as well. And we didn't mention Kenobi. There's a good chance that perhaps we get the Java puppet. Java puppet in Kenobi. He is 
dealing with a situation and he has to go talk to Jabba. He stands in front of him and everybody's like, it's just like Luke. Now he's standing in front of Jabba negotiating. And uh, a really cool thing happens there and they have the set for it now. And that's his heyday too because it's before. Yeah. Well, anyway. Could could be, could be. But uh, that's not Darth Vader. And then they also have the puppet, which also means make Solo 2 happen. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think... um, where where they're not fighting on Tatooine though. That's my point. Darth Vader no, and no, Kenobi no. are not fighting on Tatooine. Darth Vader's not getting anywhere close to where Luke Skywalker is. That would be kind of ridiculous. Um Well, doesn't he he thinks the kids are dead at this point, right? Uh well, we don't They died with oh, Padme. Yeah, Correct. I guess so. Via yeah. the comics, he yeah. thinks that they have passed. Yeah, away. he doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't know Luke Skywalker is he isn't a fighting fight. until later. Yeah. But so I'm wondering, like, are they? Where are they going to do this? Like, is this going to be their uh, Vader's castle? They're going back to Mustafar. Uh, they do it that way, where they kind of revisit the original fight, or, or do they do it at the the ruins of the Jedi Temple in Coruscant? Like, there's so many different cool places they can go with this and use the volume for that purpose. Well, I don't that's think interesting. That, I don't think me. it's in ruins. He repurposed it as his own palace. Palpatine did. So the Coruscant Temple is like in full-fledged yeah. still. I oh, think, okay. I honestly think it's going to be a scenario where Obi-Wan is with a group of people or a couple people doing something, right? And then Vader shows up and Obi-Wan goes, you go ahead, I'll stay behind. And that's how he meets up with Vader for that final battle <laughs> some, of like, I'll handle him. Some of our scenarios are so funny. Like I did it earlier too. It's like, I think he's going to go somewhere and then he's going to be like, <laughs> yeah. no, hey, I'm just dude. saying like <laughs> yeah. the idea of uh, he's with fight. a group on a mission, yeah. no, on a mission. And then he's going to say like, go ahead. I'll stick. I'll stay behind. Like that's very an Obi-Wan like, oh, you, I got this type thing. They could also, involve, and I could see him doing that. Uh, Inquisitors too. Uh, yeah. That could play a part where Obi Wan has to fight them, That'd uh, be cool. and they relay the message back to Vader that they found a Jedi, and and he they they figure out what his name is, and they relay it to Vader, and Vader's like Obi Wan Kenobi was there. Uh, are there any other Jedi alive at this time? Well, yeah. n- now there are. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're they they're, I mean we don't know exactly. Like the more oh, stories they write, the more Jedi <laughs> survived to Order sixty six. E- even if you yeah, even if you want to say like. Oh, well, in this comic book, you know, this person was confirmed. We don't know if that person, that character died during the comic era. And, and Kanan, the, when Kanan Kenobi Jarrus is alive. Yeah. At this point. Do you think Ahsoka will show up in this series? I know this isn't what the discussion is. No. But... No, I don't think so. And let, no, pro- probably not. Unless they, uh, unless uh... they like force <laughs> talk or something, you know, but yeah. But it, uh, but you're right though. I mean, like if if Obi if Obi Wan is even remotely aware that Ahsoka is still alive and he's encountering, right? No, you know what? No, a hundred percent no, because <laughs> Ahsoka didn't know anything about a Darth Vader being Anakin or any of that stuff until Rebels. Mm, mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, that so, doesn't mean she she couldn't cross paths with Obi Wan though. We didn't even have to bring up that Darth Vader's. Well, no, I'm right. saying no to my own idea that that if, oh. if <laughs> Obi-Wan is remotely like Ahsoka, I, Anakin has become this thing and stuff like I she didn't she didn't realize that or or admit to it being a thing until Rebels, so I just um I I, I find this whole thing interesting that they got out in front of it in a very non-Lucasfilm way. Maybe they're like I said um on one of our recent episodes that maybe they're changing how they're delivering their information so that they can control the football instead of leakers. Um, Because you got to figure in a perfect world, they would love for us to find out Vader's in Kenobi uh, via surprise. Because I don't think the Kenobi series is one that you need to put a Vader in there to promote it. People are very hyped. All the polls that we, we ran our poll in Star Wars News Net um, which series people are most excited about, and Kenobi ran away with it. Um, so you don't need to overhype Kenobi to get people involved to see it. People know Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, so it's I think in- even general audiences know. I Obi-Wan agree, Kenobi, and yeah. and I think it, in a perfect world they would love for it to be a surprise, but I think they're realizing now 
let us be the ones to package how we present this stuff to people as opposed to it being on a Reddit thread or our YouTube video or whatever. I'm so sick of leakers. Can we not in 2021 leak stuff? Can we just enjoy things as they're meant to be enjoyed? And I, so what if they are changing and, and, and you know, how they present where Darth Vader is coming back in the Kenobi series and you're going to see Darth Vader on, on screen on Disney Plus in two years and it's going to be Hayden Christensen playing Darth Vader. Like this isn't, that is not, that was the most surprising thing from this, how transparent Kathleen Kennedy was about narrative stuff. Because sometimes they're transparent about production stuff. Sometimes they're not. But a narrative point or character appearance, that blew my mind that she said that. That was like, like it was like info vomit, just like blop, blop, blop. I think they were like, what can we say to get some money from investors? I agree. And with oh, something 100%. that investors are going, Darth Vader, where do you need me to put my money? 100%. I agree with that. But we, it's just well, we, funny we that- We haven't experienced th- anything like that yet, John, though. I mean, when you, they're not going to stand up there and they're going to be like, and Rosario Dawson- from is going to be playing Ahsoka in the Mandalorian. Like they're not going to do that. We've never seen anything on this level where a television show, we know the show is called Kenobi and we knew it was happening. They already told us that, but we've never seen anybody else from another movie coming into a show. You, I I don't, I don't feel like that's a surprise thing. I feel like that's just how you do it. it. What if that would be the same as if they were promoting episode nine, they said Harrison Ford's returning as Han Solo. That's exactly the same situation. So to me, it's a big reveal. Um, and it's, you know, show versus movie, whatever. Or if they said Frank Oz... then you Oz, start to wonder, how does it work into or it? If they like, said, it's enough to make you think. If they said Frank Oz is returning to play and puppeteer Yoda in The Last Jedi, coming out this December, invest in our company. It's the same thing. And they didn't do it. They kept it hidden. Uh, they like... They like the theatrics. They like making fans surprised and happy. I think all studios do, but yes, Disney really, really likes it. From working with Disney, yeah. they love the surprise factor. So They did it with Tomorrowland, with, uh, what's his name, George Clooney, all those things. I they think, love that big pop when you come out and they're like, look who's here. Yep, and I, I, yeah. and I, I get it. I love the theatrics of that and I applaud that, but we're in the information age now where things get leaked, even in the most locked down of sets, uh, a JJ Abrams production, like, you know, so I think they're realizing that now and they're like, let us control this. So we're going to tell people Vader's going to be in this and then they could do what we're doing right now and have us speculate about how much Vader we're going to get. Uh, so I guess to, to round out the discussion here, um, I I'm with you guys that we're going to see him in more than one episode. Uh, I liked Lacey's idea of having him show up not in a tangible way, but in Obi-Wan's mind through a vision or something and to, to build that up. But me personally, I, I think it'd be cool if we see Vader walking through the halls of a, the Death Star uh, and like, let's see what's going on with him over here. And, you know, give me Tarkin back or something and do those sorts of things. Because why pretend the Empire doesn't exist? They're in their heyday. They're in their prime. The Death Star is about to have its first major planet destroying test in nine years like let's see some empire stuff let's see inquisitors let's see vader on a planet hunting down other jedi and then hearing word that obi-wan kenobi's out and about somewhere i like that aspect of it so i'm down to see a lot of vader in this series i don't think we will see a lot of him but golden goose baby give give him to me that's my that's that's my end thought on this so if you guys want to give your final thoughts and then we'll get out of here um, I think you ended it good. I have nothing else to add except Vader's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even even in animation, when they can use him, they want to use him completely properly. And when they you when they did season two of Rebels, they brought in Vader to fight Ezra and Kanan at the beginning of the series as like the kickoff. And then I really, I mean, I might be forgetting episodes, but I mean, he was not a focus at all during season two until he shows up at the, the end. And you're, and all the Inquisitors and Maul and all that, that's all part of the story. And then just out of nowhere, you see that TIE fighter lower and he's standing on top of it. And you're like, oh, this is about to get real. I kind of forgot that he was like in control of all this stuff. So, I, you know, if that's any indication, you know, you might look at the first episode kicking off pretty hard with some sort of, you know, Vader-esque thing. And then you don't see him in two, you don't see him in three, you don't see him in four, you don't see him in five. 
And then six, he's back and I he's like that. Fully there. Bookend it. Yep. Yeah. Um. And you, you know, James Earl Jones is gonna turn ninety in ten days. You know, his dialogue is already on a hard drive somewhere, and he recorded. His oh, they've lines had him. The they've had him. Yeah, read every word like ways where they just like have left, right, up. Well, down. that. But I, I, he recorded his specific dialogue for this show already. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's in, in the can on some hard drive somewhere in Matthew Woods' uh, uh, cupboard somewhere. Uh, Are you kidding? It's backed up in like seven different places. No, I'm I sure. know, I know. But uh, so I, I just love the fact that it's real and it's happening. And uh, two years away, but they're gonna start filming in three months, and then or two months, March, I think he said. Uh, and maybe we get more information <laughs> about that when we re- we revisit this. But it'll be interesting to see what. Uh, what we get well at least we're getting more vader and uh, i think that's a that's always a can good we take thing, a so. second to realize that you know we took a little bit of a break which is awesome but we're back so the disney call so much was announced that we were like oh so this break isn't really a break because we're just going we're going for it yeah. with all this stuff that's coming out so yeah. it's, it's awesome it's you really, know, really cool this this is a definitely a this discussion didn't lend a lot of evidence to it so it was a lot of heavy speculation and hopes and that sort of thing and more of like sure uh fanning over how much we love darth vader but i wanted to kick off 2021 with that sort of just fun very surfacey darth vader type of chat and uh, just remember that they want him to be the villain because when i worked for disney they were very very specific that they wanted darth vader to be in a very serious light i mean if you look back people always use that gif of Darth Vader dancing at Star Wars weekends. Like Disney hates that that's a thing, which is really funny. Like they want him to be this like evil evil guy. Yeah. Like mowing people down Rogue One is what they want. And so I think that's that's whatever the type he of does. Vader we're yeah, get. yeah. Yeah, in Kenobi is not going to be jokey. He's not going to be it's going to be he's killing people and like ruining things. I yeah, I wrote I mean, down we were going to see Darth Vader dancing, but because <laughs> I figured that was probably the case. <laughs> Haitian Christensen has to start taking. Uh, I can only imagine like how they felt about that. They were like, "Ugh, now we have to erase all this stuff." And like, Ugh. Hayden Christensen also, uh, uh, me and him, something in common. Also a dancer's body, so it works out for Darth Vader. <laughs> what if? Oh no, this is this is too far down the rabbit hole, guys. <laughs> I was gonna say, what if we started to see. Darth Vader visions, like Hayden visions, and they brought in Natalie Portman and they played in that world. That it's would an be Obi-Wan actually really series. Cool. It's that an Obi Wan really series, cool. but it, he's he's got to be like somewhat billed as like a co lead potentially, you know. Or what if Ewan is like showing him certain visions to remind him of the person he used to be, or something like that? <laughs> the reason I actually thought of that was because I thought oh. Darth Vader dancing, and I was like, "There's Wanda Vision that's coming out," and I was like, "Yeah, what if we saw like Darth Vader like ballroom dancing or something really <laughs> weird, like crazy?" Dude, and I was yeah. like, "What?" Then again, maybe. <laughs> what if? And I know we're going long here, but yeah. What if we all think Qui-Gon's going to visit Obi-Wan? What if he visits Anakin, like as Darth Vader? Qui-Gon does? Yes. I mean, nah, it would be crazy. I think he's going to Kenobi. But or he could do both, that, I'm saying. But. I think that in a way that that pushes against what they've always kind of believed to be what the Force Ghosts do. Know. Although Rise of Skywalker totally throws that out, and they're like, <laughs> Mace Windu <laughs> or whatever, like <laughs> uh, helping Ray out. But I think generally the whole core concept of the force ghosts is that they they only appear to help people that they were very closely interacted with yeah it would be a very interesting but i mean he did he died protecting him yeah he didn't die protecting qui-gon he died protecting anakin in a way and he he shows up in 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 mortis uh to anakin in a very tormented scene right so uh it could be maybe could be interesting does he? Doesn't he show up in that vision where he becomes Vader and he, the things are swirling around him and you hear Qui-Gon's voice? Yeah, I don't I know, maybe. I yeah, know. I'm I got to rewatch him. But anyway, I it, I don't know. We again, there's a lot more Kenobi we're going to obviously speculate mm. on throughout the year. So, it, this this discussion while on the surface and heavy on hope and speculation got me more excited. So, what 
what what else can you do? All right, let's head to uh, Laugh Town, USA, mm-hmm. in a little place I like to call Resistance Transmissions. Lacey, what is the deal? All right, guys, it's time for Resistance Transmissions. <laughs> I thought this. I so I have two mugs that are irresponsibly similar, and I thought I was (laughs) sipping my water, and it was coffee. So (laughs) sorry about that. All right, guys. First one of twenty twenty one. As you guys know, every week John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter, and you guys give your answers, and then I read them, and we laugh and have a good time. So hopefully, this is a funny one, because I said that sometimes, and then it's like. What is your deepest love for Star Wars? And it's not very funny. How would you die in Star Wars? (laughs) All right. So the scenario is Star Wars characters make New Year's resolutions too. Exclamation point. Pick any character from the franchise and what you think their New Year's resolution would be. Exclamation point. All right. First up, we have Jeff at underscore D-E-R underscore Jeff who is one of our new Patreon generals. Thank you, Jeff. And his answer is Grogu. Eat fewer blue cookies whilst flying. (laughs) 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 Next up is Riley Lennon Ness at NessArt94. Hey, Riley, who is one of our Patreon admirals, I believe. Uh, Riley said, Boba Fett, do not go back to being a complete joke of a character. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. All right, give him a chance, Riley. Riley with the spice. Yeah. Next is Derek Neal at the real D underscore Neal, who said, Finn's resolution would be would be to spend less time running around screaming. If you want to get more specific, Derek, it would be Ray. Yeah. Because that's all he You know, it's funny. I never thought about Derek's (laughs) name before or his handle, but it's almost the real deal. Oh, maybe that's what it is. But it's it's the The real real Daniil. Yeah. Funny. Good. Good job, Derek. All right. Next up is Matt Butner at Matt Butner, who said TK421 to always. Let me put it in caps. (laughs) Be at his post. (laughs) (laughs) Next is Frank Grande at Frank Grande 3. Hey, Frank. Frank said, Lando Calrissian, stop making deals where you have to pray, then don't get altered any further. (laughs) Oh, that they don't get altered any further. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good one. Make solid deals. Yeah. Next is uh, Mike Sellers at puke sellers p-u-k 32 ellers said obi-wan's new year's resolution is to not train any more kids that the jedi council thinks is too old to be trained (laughs) hasn't worked out very well (laughs) next is them is to kill us please them is are at them is argy rio I guess. All right. He said, or they said, uh, C-3PO to tell them to, wait, hold on. C-3PO to not tell them the odds anymore. (laughs) To not tell the odds anymore. Yeah. The odds of me reading that correctly. (laughs) I think he's Greek. So I think it's Themistocles and Um, Themis uh, Arguru. Arguru. I slaughtered that. I'm sorry. Well, but welcome to 2021. I slaughtered your name first. Congratulations. Uh, next is at money underscore moose. See so yeah, money moose. Uh, said Bib Fortuna. Quicker reaction time to the Rancor pit button. <laughs> uh, yeah, spoiler alert for the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. Next is Kevin Lewis at Thronzon Fan, who said, at real Ron Howard and at Bryce, Bryce D. Howard, make the resolution to hashtag make Solo 2 happen. Now, now we're cooking. Now we got the big I food. would <laughs> love if Ron and Bryce did make Solo 2 happen. Yeah. They're like, the perfect. Like People are always like, oh, who would be the perfect? They would be the perfect team to do that. It would be such a wonderful project. Um, All right. The, the, before we get to this last one, one that I expected to be on here but isn't on here is um, is um, General Hux's uh, I Want Kylo Ren to Lose. <laughs> <laughs> I expected that here, and it's not. 
He doesn't lose. Well, he kind of <laughs> does in the end. But uh, next is Noah Korth at Noah underscore Korth, who said Kylo Ren to finally finish what his grandfather started. <laughs> well, he kind of did finish it. He saved the woman he loved. So he did kind of finish it. But I get what you're saying. He didn't really finish Palpatine, though. Right? I mean, what was he really trying to finish? Take over the universe? He kind of did that. He became supreme leader. I think that was just the big question coming out of Force Awakens, or even the the trailer. We're like, so what do we think what that Vader it? was doing <laughs> that he's specifying he wanted to finish? But then they never really did it. I think it was just to become a great Sith person. Yeah, or, so or he says that, and it cuts to Vader, and Vader's just like... <sighs> dark side person, yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for your answers. We really appreciate it. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. Every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation, and you guys give your answers, and we read them on the show. We talk about your handle. I slaughter your name. It's a good time. John, yeah, back to you. Good time. Um, yeah, thanks everybody. Make sure you do subscribe to the show on your preferred platform or if you're watching on YouTube, because uh, tomorrow night we got the Mando Fan Show coming back live 8.30 East with Clayton Sandell to recap all of season two, give our final takes on the season as a whole, view it differently now that we've seen each chapter, and of course, uh, give away our final Mando code number and tell you exactly how you can enter to win that, which uh, I haven't figured out yet, so I better get on that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Thanks to everyone for listening and watching. Uh, head to StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. If you like some of our uh, logos and merch and that sort of thing, you want to pick up a shirt, maybe a hoodie, now that it's cold outside where we are anyway, uh, teespring.com slash stores slash resistance broadcast. Uh, pick up some swag to kick off your new year in TRB style. Um, yeah, I think I pretty much covered all of that stuff. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at JohnnyHoeingStarWarsNewsNet.com. James? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. Lacey. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. Are we going to give them a, a word for the end of the episode? Yeah. Uh, Hashtag Rancor Pit. Grow Blue. Dance, Grow Blue. Dancer Body. Oh, Dancer Body. That's it. <laughs> Hashtag Dancer Bod. Grow Blue? Is that what you said? Yeah, because the <laughs> Grogu eat fewer blue cookies. <laughs> I like Dancer Bot. No, yeah. Let's go with Dancer would, Bot. No one would even know how to spell it. All right. <laughs> Any of those, whatever you prefer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow night in the Mando Fan Show. And, of course, we'll be back on Monday morning with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. <laughs>